I'm Brittany. And I'm Tyler. And this is With With You, You, where we have honest conversations about how we're navigating faith, marriage, and parenthood one one crazy crazy day day at a time. time. Welcome to our journey. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the With You podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about things you don't know to talk about before marriage. Some of these things, um, most of these are lighthearted and kind of silly, but um, actually legitimate things that you do need to talk about. They're just not quite as serious as some of the typical things that you would find in premarital counseling or some of the books you can find out there on all the questions to ask each other before marriage. But these are just real life things that Tyler and I have found that would have really helped had we known to talk about them beforehand. But sometimes you just don't know until you're in the thick of it with each other and have a conversation or more than likely an argument about it. (laughs) So we hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about um, is organizing your home. Oftentimes, you likely probably wouldn't answer this question through a book or in uh, pre-marital counseling about how you guys plan to organize your home. And that may seem like sound really trivial and I guess it kind of is, but it is something that makes a difference um, for each person once you get into the day-to-day monotony of life. (laughs) Um, And so this can be anywhere from like organizing your kitchen to organizing your bathroom, your bedroom, your living room, basically every part of your house. Yeah, so for us, for example, it makes a difference to a lot of people. Like maybe one one partner is um, really specific about where they have to have the silverware. Like me, I do most of the cooking. So there's a certain place that I would like the cooking utensils to be on the counter to make it easier for me. Right. You know? Yeah, so I had a lot of the utensils that he would use regularly put in a drawer that's not within reach of where he would be standing at the stove. And so after living in our apartment for a few months, he was like, I need to move some of this stuff so that it's within reach because I'm the one cooking every day. So we ended up having to reorganize. And these aren't really things that have caused arguments necessarily, but it is something that like would be nice to talk about beforehand because they could possibly cause, cause some arguments. Or they could be the argument that breaks the camel's back. Right, yeah, the you straw know? that breaks the camel's back. There's other th- underlying things that have been going on, and then you have this little thing that could have been resolved with just some discussion beforehand, but it ends up causing a big mess because there's other issues there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, for me, um, I like the fridge to have certain things in it and certain things not be in it. (laughs) Like, some people, for some reason, like to keep A1 sauce in the fridge and peanut butter in the fridge and even their loaves of bread they like to keep in the fridge. And, hey, if that's you, that's that's fine. That's your own thing. But for me, I don't like it that way. So um, I don't remember if we had any problems with that, but... um, I, I do go to some other people's houses sometimes and uh, I see the way their fridge is and I'm like, I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> Again, these are and I know really it trivial would annoy things. Me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's trivial, but it is something that like it's as simple as like when people have to have the toilet paper. Like, it's oh, the yeah. same thing as if when people have to have the toilet paper like over or under or whatever. People have particularities like that, which we'll talk about later. But it's the same thing with the way you organize. Like... 
Mm-hmm. It's very... Because, and it affects somebody who food is important to, and the consistency of their food is important to, Tyler. The next thing is decorating your home. So how do you guys plan to decorate? What are your styles like? Does one person have a more modern style? Is somebody more farmhouse? Is somebody more bohemian? Um, Does somebody like an ambiance where there's really bright lights or more of a darker... Dark colors, dark... Yeah. Yeah. So, or maybe <clears throat> one person likes candles and perfumes and air fresheners all throughout the house. <laughs> or maybe the other person doesn't. Maybe... Or maybe they just like it very subtle. Maybe your partner does not care at all. Maybe it's not yeah. something that you even need to discuss because they're like, do whatever you want. But Tyler wanted a say in the decorations when we first got married. Mm-hmm. He eventually allowed me to do it however I wanted to. But in the beginning, we actually did have a conversation about it. And it was not really an argument, but it was kind of a like, this is really important to me as the wife to make a home for you. And I really want that freedom to do that. Um, And so we had to talk about it. This was shortly after we got married, I think. But um, we both have, I think, a similar taste. Tyler Mm -hmm. probably has better taste than I do. Um, Our taste is also evolving, and it's kind of evolving together. Um, But it's something that you don't think to really talk about beforehand, but could be like something important to talk about maybe not even important but something that's helpful to talk about like hey what is your style like okay this is my style how do we either merge these or maybe if it's a similar style what what's your dream you know how would you like me to decorate this or did you want to do this together does it matter if I do it on my own or do you want to do this together um so that's just a helpful conversation but also there's like subcategories of that as well like Tyler said going down to the details of like candles how does your partner feel about candles like or air fresheners or diffusers diffusers. like does it bother them to have smell as part of your ambiance in your house does it bother them to have fire around maybe they feel unsafe if there's an open fire maybe they don't like the smell of air fresheners maybe they don't believe in essential oils (laughs) whatever the case it's something worth talking about beforehand because you don't want to get married I mean again trivial but you don't want to get married and then there's these little like fights over nothing or wasting time on conversations that could have been had earlier instead of it being a thing you know so yeah the next one is kind of kind of a big deal a big deal yeah so this one I would not categorize categorize as trivial I would say this is probably a, one of the more important things. And it may be something that you do talk about as part of your premarital counseling or through some kind of premarital book. Um, but socializing. How do you guys plan to socialize? Or how do you... What are your thoughts as individuals on socializing? And I say this in the context of people coming over to your house or you going out with other people or going to other people's houses. And it is really important. And it's important to understand that your social life will change. And it might change in little ways 
or it might change in major ways, but it's always going to be changing. Like even in your marriage, it might be one way for the first few years and then totally switch. And especially once you have kids, it's definitely going to change. So, but Tyler and I, he was more of a, he's more of an introvert and he likes to enjoy spending time. Like for him on his time off, it's relaxing for him to be home in a quiet place, just hanging out with his family, playing games, watching movies. Home is my sanctuary. Yeah, it's his sanctuary. It's not my place to socialize. (laughs) (laughs) For, For me, and I'll say this, before I had my son, because now I'm more of a homebody, but before I had my son, um, I was definitely Miss Social Butterfly, always have been my whole life, love, love, love people. And so for me, it was like, are you crazy? What other purpose do you have a home for if you're not going to have people in it? So for me, it was like I was always inviting, when we were first married, always inviting people over just like I had done when I was single. And I think even even when I was single and I was living with roommates, um, it, it was a problem. Um, and my roommates were super social. But it was a problem that, like, I would invite people over and I wouldn't ask them or tell them or anything like that. And so we did have to have that conversation even as roommates. So even more so with your spouse, it's really important to talk about that. How do you feel about our social life? Is it okay if we have people over? How often do you feel comfortable having people over? Is it okay if we go to other people's houses and go out to dinner with people or do activities with other people? How often do you want to do stuff like that? Because it is an investment of your time and your life and everything. And your energy. And your energy, yeah. And so for Tyler, for example, being an introvert, it's exhausting for him to work the whole day and then he going out. Like for me, I'm like, let's go out with friends. Everyone's going bowling, you know? He's like... I just worked the whole day because for him as an introvert, it's draining to be around a lot of people. And it's not to say that he doesn't enjoy like those people or enjoy their, his time with them. He loves being around his friends and like other people and everything. I love small groups of people. But he, yeah, (laughs) but it does, it does take energy from him. It doesn't energize him. And so as opposed to an extrovert who would get energized by being with a group of people. So that's definitely a conversation that is necessary mm-hmm. and because there was a, a few times when we first got married where I would come home from work and you would have somebody over and I didn't know about it beforehand I would just walk in the door and then yeah. oh, all of a sudden oh you're hanging out with somebody oh okay and so we had to have a conversation about that yeah no that's absolutely true and especially when you're living like when and you I, first get married I remember I told you, like, I don't care if you have people over. I just need to know beforehand what I'm walking into when I get home. Right. You know? It's especially important when you first get married because, number one, you're just building this new level of relationship with your spouse because you've never been on this level before, likely. Um, But also, it's really important because a lot of times when you're first married, you start off in an apartment. Not everybody. Some people have... The blessing of being able to buy a home and having a little bit extra space but a lot of times you're starting out in an apartment and that is a smaller space and so mm-hmm. to share that with somebody else like from the outside <laughs> um, can be a big deal mm-hmm. for your partner if they're not somebody who you know is energized by that or enjoys that extra company mm-hmm. so The 
next thing um, that is important to talk about is chores. And I know that chores is something that's addressed in a lot of um, premarital books that have like the questions and stuff, but usually it's in the context of what are your expectations for chores and the in like who's gonna do who's what? gonna do it? Yeah, like okay, he's gonna take out the garbage and I'm gonna do the laundry or the dishes or whatever. But we actually want to bring an additional piece to that, and that is how do you guys do your chores or how do you plan to do your chores? And I say this, for example, we don't really have a set of like this person does this chore. It's just kind of... This is what ends up happening. Yeah, this is just it, whatever ends up happening happens and it's kind of like if you can get to it, you can get to it. But there's kind of also this like mutual respect of like Tyler cooks and so I feel the, I feel the need to be the one to clean because he's done his part. And so out of respect for him, I want to clean um, and have like the clean house when he gets home or at, at night or whatever or for when he wakes up in the morning. So anyway, um, that's kind of our dynamic. But in terms of chores, this is more in respect to like how you do them. So for example, let's say we did have assigned chores and it was Tyler's assigned chore to take out the garbage, which it's not his assigned chore, but he does take out the garbage almost every time. <laughs> and Only because... We've always lived in an apartment where you have to walk into a dumpster that's, you know, if you want to, I don't want to make you do that, you know? Yeah, and a lot of times, like, I'll be with the baby or whatever, too. Like, before you were working a similar schedule as us, I was alone at night with the baby, so mm -hmm. it's like, not that I could have gone out with him. Right. Um, but anyway, we digress. <laughs> um, our point in bringing up this, so let's say Tyler was the one to have the assigned chore of the garbage. When the garbage is full and I empty the garbage can and put a new bag in it, I set the garbage bag aside. And the way our dynamic is right now, it's just kind of whoever gets to it first. And like I said, usually it's Tyler. Um, but both of us, neither of us mind the garbage bag sitting where we have, like we kind of have this designated spot where the, the bag goes that needs to go out. Um, but it might sit there. Sometimes it sits there for days because we just haven't gotten to it. Like two or it. three. Yeah. Like yeah. Week. I mean, but that is, I mean, it's not like it's a couple hours though. Like some people might be really, and that's my point bringing this up. Like you and I are okay with that. But these are the things that need to be discussed because some people listening are cringing because they're like, you have a dirty garbage bag full of nasty garbage sitting in your kitchen for days. Like some people have to take it out immediately. Yeah. Some people are like, this needs well, to go out by the end of the night. It depends on the kind of garbage bag you have too. Like these ones we're using now are really super thick and That's they haven't really been a problem with the smell. Yeah, the smell and they don't leak or anything. Like yeah. they're really heavy duty. Um, but yeah, like that's something to talk about because what if you and your partner are like, okay, great. He's going to be the one to take out the garbage. But he's like, well, I'm going to take out the garbage when I'm ready to, which is a lot of men. And it's like very strategic. He's like, well, I'm going to be going out tomorrow morning anyway, so I'm just going to wait till then. Well, what if the wife is like, oh, I don't think so. Like that thing needs to get out of my kitchen right now. <laughs> so that's something to talk about. Um, another thing is like, how do you guys do laundry? Do Did you grow up in a house where you just 
all like everything goes into one load together or did you grow up in a house where you separate all by the colors the lights brights darks whites everything towels go in a separate thing like does or is it... it just the whites and the colors it's not though because there's different shades of colors <laughs> <laughs> there's a blush pink there's towels, and there's a navy blue and, and there it really matters it really matters if the navy blue gets gets washed with the blush pink because it will no longer be blush pink it will be this ugly dark lavender grayish color and it's not it's not it yeah no nope. well, another thing <laughs> is how you cook your food like um oh gosh for instance i never have used um foil on my cooking sheets when cooking um it's just not something we did in my house but you always do that and i actually like doing that now um because it actually makes cleaning a lot easier <laughs> yeah and it doesn't it makes your cookware last longer yeah because you don't have burn marks you don't have any of that kind of stuff yep. my mom always had something down like even she taught me with baking too you put the parchment paper down which mm -hmm. i didn't pick up until we were there in 2018 <laughs> visiting her but <clears throat> yeah so and it's not bad to <coughs> excuse me not use Sorry. foil but <laughs> no <definitely> yeah <laughs> we're not saying that because we do something one way is the way that everybody listening needs to do it we're saying that's the whole reason that you need to have this conversation because what if your partner has a similar mindset as us and you are like nah we're not gonna do it that way <laughs> <laughs> it matters and like it doesn't seem like it seems so trivial that you would never talk about it beforehand but these are the things that you talk about when after you get married like mm -hmm. it is important obviously to talk about like do you want kids how many kids do you want those kind of like really important things but these are also sex and finances yeah and, yeah but these are also important just because this is literally what happens in your normal day every single day. So, yeah. Which is the majority of your life. Right. Majority of your life sits in the things we're talking about today. <laughs> so the next thing we're going to talk about is particularities. And these would be the things like... You don't like wearing shoes in the house. You don't like leaving cups out so that you can reuse them. You don't like having mail sitting on the counter. You don't like whatever it is for you. You have something that you or some things that you're just like, mm, we're not gonna do that. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I say this because it like those little things like we just said. This is your everyday life, and these will be the things that build up. And it mm -hmm. and you would be surprised at how it can build up tension mm -hmm. in your house <laughs> in between you and your spouse. And so, for example... Or how they can add to the tension that's there right, from something else. Right, yeah. You might have something going on in your relationship, and then all of a sudden you see that cup on the counter again, and you're like, son of a... Gu I'm gonna... I'm gonna throw this cup right on the ground by his feet. <laughs> like, I, Okay, so. so with the cups, <laughs> I like to reuse my cup. And instead of going through a bunch of cups all day long, especially now while we're in quarantine and we're here <laughs> all day long, I'm obviously going to be drinking a lot. So I'm not going to use five cups all day. I want to just use the one cup. It's obviously not going to be super dirty. It makes dirty. sense, guys. It's efficient. It makes sense. I get it. And so I'm not going to put it in the sink 
after I'm done using it, I'm going to leave it out where I know where it is so that when I'm ready to get another drink of water or juice or whatever, it's there and I can go ahead and grab it and use it. But Brittany, the cup bandit, <laughs> loves to just take My a cup. My best friend if it's is empty, the same way, though. Or e- even if it's not empty, if it's, if it's mostly empty, <laughs> she will take it to the sink, dump it out, and put it in the dishwasher. No! It has to have, like, a teeny little bit. Listen, I think the part that bothers me is that it's empty. Like, if you finish your glass and pour it a little bit more into it, I'm like, okay, cool, he's still using this. But if it's empty, I feel like, what, are you leaving your cup on the counter for me to clean up? Like, (laughs) (laughs) So eventually, I finally made a rule this week, actually, where if the cup is in the sink, I am done with it. If it's not in the sink, I'm not done with it. And now we actually, after four years, have an understanding. Yeah, well, <laughs> let me correct him when he says rule. We came to an agreement, because you don't give me rules. We came to an agreement that you will put the cup in the sink when you're done with it. However, yes. our agreement was it needs to be on the counter in a certain place, right? That was our that agreement. That was never part of the discussion. That was our agreement. <laughs> So we just had <laughs> we just had an argument. <laughs> this is why you need to have these conversations, people. About his freaking cup. I can't with you. Oh my gosh. And we came to an agreement that if it's on the if it's on the counter or the table, then I will leave it. If it's anywhere else, I'm putting it in the sink or in the dishwasher. Anyway, that's a particularity of his. He likes to leave his cup out. I don't like to have it out. Um, mail is another thing. Like, I don't like to have things out, just laying out. Like, he'll bring the mail in and he will just leave it. Like, he'll read through it and just leave it on the table. And if I didn't move it, it would stay there for who knows how long. It would just start piling up and he'd probably just have a pile of mail on the table. That's I a problem not... of organization because we don't <clears throat> have a place to put our mail. We so, do. We actually have multiple places to put our mail. But we have places to, we have places to put our mail. But we don't have places to organize our mail. In the this needs to be filed. This needs to be dealt with. Okay, I will buy us something that allows us to do that. But there are multiple places that we have that we put mail. There's literally two drawers. Yeah, I know there's that. There's this thing and there's your bucket. So But that you doesn't know... help when there's so... That especially does not help when there's okay. many places that we can put our mail. But there's a lot of different things that you need to do with your mail. So... But there's a lot if, of times you have that to it's just go junk to... and it's just sitting on the table. But if you have to go to five different places to find a piece of paper that <laughs> you have to deal with... This is a conversation again. Anyway... it's a problem. Okay. It's not helpful my point is to say i don't like it so i move it but then tyler gets upset because i move it and so it's an issue it becomes an issue because just like the cup situation he left something out and i didn't like that he was leaving a mess in places so i cleaned up the mess and i put the mail in one pile on our dresser where he can go through it now he has a bucket and he doesn't like that because he's like, where's the mail that I left out? And I'm like, well, there's a bunch of junk with it. So I didn't know there was anything important in there that you needed to keep. So it's been this conversation and obviously it's still a point of tension for both of us. So 
I highly recommend talking about your particularities. Another one that has is not related to Tyler and I, so hopefully we will not get into another argument about this. But we have some of our close friends. Um, they do not allow shoes in the house, which is a rule that we respect, and we don't typically wear shoes in our house unless we're about ready to leave. Um, but they're more strict about it. Like, you just don't wear shoes in the house. And um, that's totally fine. But the husband's family didn't have that rule growing up and um and so it i'm assuming i mean we don't know any details but like we imagine that that would have had to been a conversation that they would have had to have when they first moved in together because i'm sure the husband was probably walking around with his shoes on and the wife was like hey we're not going to do that in this house. And so that's another thing. But there's particularities like that where it comes down to like, you know, what's important to you. Different things that are important to you to stay sane in your own home. Another big thing is music or background noise. This is huge, guys. This is huge. Because me, I do not like noise. And I grew up in a really big family. I'm one of seven kids. So it was always loud in my house. So I like coming home and it just being quiet and not having anything in, on, uh, in the background. I don't know. And that's really weird to <laughs> and me. And that's completely opposite to Brittany. I grew up in a house where there was always music playing or something on in the background like the TV. Usually it was music though. We had like a surround sound system indoors and outdoors and... I grew up just with a brother <laughs> and um, so for me like when I get home the first thing I do is turn on either music or the TV and also another part of this is again Tyler is introverted so he likes it quiet he wants to feel like he's alone <laughs> so that he can relax. I feel like I'm alone. <laughs> but like for me I will turn on the TV um, not necessarily to watch it, but number one, I want the background noise, but a lot of times instead of just turning on music, there are a lot of times I will turn on the TV where I have like the office playing or I'll have a movie playing because I want to hear other people's voices. I want to feel like there's other people around because I enjoy other people's presence and it matters to me. And so it doesn't, it feels uncomfortable and it doesn't feel right to me to have the silence in our house <laughs> but again that's totally opposite for us and so we've had to compromise with each other usually Tyler has compromised mm -hmm. <laughs> and just allowed like a lot of times our compromise is like he'll allow music just very quiet mm -hmm. um, because I will have it as loud as I can have it I guess most of the time I don't know but um like when I'm doing anything cleaning cooking doing the dishes, whatever. I always have like YouTube videos playing mm -hmm. or music. Just I think everything. Caleb's gonna be more like me. Cause usually when I drive around with him, he requests the music to not be playing. Hmm. He asks me for Moana when we drive around. Maybe he's just like, oh, I know I'm in the car with mommy. This is what I wanna hear. Oh, I'm in the car with daddy. We can just hang out. <laughs> we can just chill. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a really important thing because it matters that, like Tyler said, this is our sanctuary, being home, and um, it matters for your comfort. And it, like, if I have music... And your ability to relax. Yeah, because if I have music going 24-7 and that's something that energizes me, 
like that's great for me, but I'm likely depleting my husband of energy and I'm likely causing him stress and adding to the tension in our home and therefore in our relationship. And so it is something that needs to be discussed, you know, if you have opposite personalities in that way or whatever. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is manners and sanitation. <laughs> and so under this category, that would be like burping, farting, going to the bathroom with the door open, <laughs> <laughs> um, anything like that, like when it comes to like manners, I guess. Um, how do you feel about people putting their elbows on the table? Like that's not a problem for us, but for some people it might be a big deal. I don't know. Belching was a big thing for us. So our <laughs> we went we went through a it was like hundred and three questions to ask before getting married or something like that. Engaged. Before getting before engaged. engaged. And um and so we went through this book and answered some of these questions together. And one of the questions was about like how you're gonna raise your children. And in Tyler's family, they grew up just belching out loud. Um and being proud of it. And being very proud of it. And <laughs> And having belching contests. And um and Tyler therefore did not only belch in his home but he belches wherever he is <laughs> like just not wherever it will be i have restraint okay? okay well i would have a party at my house and tyler would just belch out loud in okay it's a party entire okay party. okay it's, it's a party that's very weird to me <laughs> so <laughs> we're going through this book. if it was a classy party then maybe i would restrain uh, ouch. myself <laughs> okay which party did i throw that wasn't classy <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah, so we were going through this book, and I was like, I don't want to raise our kids to burp out loud. I think that's really rude and, like, offensive, and I don't want them to do that. And he was like, well, I do want them to. And I thought he was joking, and he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so we... It was we, our first fight were ever. Were we even engaged at the time? No, not yet. We weren't engaged yet, and we had the biggest fight we had ever had up until that point. <laughs> About belching. About belching. That was the first big fight we've ever had. And it was ridiculous. And it didn't really ever get resolved. <laughs> because I... Because I think you, you thought I was just being funny and and was just trying to get under your skin. But I actually... I really cared about it because it was... <laughs> it, it was a fun part of my childhood growing up. Like having belching contests with my brothers and... And I don't know, it was just a funny thing, you know, and being able to have that laughter in your home and it's, it, it's just your home with your family, you know, it's not like you're having these formal dinners with other families and doing that. Um, but again, what bothers me about it is you create this habit and this like freedom to do that in your home and then you go to other people's homes and you forget you're in somebody else's home because you're comfortable and it's your best friend and you start doing it in their home. And you start doing it at parties around a bunch of people you don't know because you totally lose sight of the fact that it's not a normal thing. And it's very rude and gross. So well, anyway. that's when you have to be a good parent and bring your child up to know the right situations. So you're saying your parents that. weren't good parents? They didn't teach you right to do that? No, I, I think they, they did a great job at that. Then why were you belching at parties? <laughs> because I was a grown adult at a fun party. That's what you do at a fun party. First I'm not classy, now it's a fun party. 
You're literally the worst. Anyway, so that was a huge issue and something we did need to talk about. Again, seems trivial, but was actually a really huge source of contention for us. So there's that kind of stuff, like disgusting habits that you guys should talk about. Like, hey, I actually do this. Is that going to bother you? The other thing is sanitation. Do you, like, washing of hands? Um, do you wear socks inside the house or not? Do you... Do you open the bathroom door after you're done going to the bathroom before, before you, you wash, wash your hands, hands or after you wash your hands? I do both, which is totally disgusting. I didn't have any idea that there was a possibility of opening the door before you wash your hands until I was married to you for like two years and I noticed you doing it. And I was like, so, huh, that's kind of smart because you've already opened the door so you don't have to touch it after you've cleaned your hands. I will say this though. It sounds really disgusting, but when I go to the bathroom <laughs> and I wipe for all reasons, <laughs> because no matter what I'm doing on the toilet, I have to wipe. Um, but I only use one hand. Mm -hmm. I don't use the other hand yeah. at all. Yeah. So it's literally just the way it was when I came in. That's the one that I used to open the door. But I mean, either way, it's still kind of, it still grosses me out to think about that. But I do do that. And for the same reason that you said, because I don't want to touch the door <laughs> after I wash my hands. Um, or right now, a lot of times my son is trying to get out of the bathroom <laughs> because <laughs> he wants to go play. But, yeah, is that, like, a thing? But, like, washing your hands when you get home from being out in the world. You're home from grocery shopping. Do you wash your hands? I never did that till this coronavirus. But, yeah, things like that, like, things to be discussed. What grosses you out? Does it gross you out when people have bare feet in your house? Does it gross you out when they wear their socks after wearing them all day inside their shoes? Like, not really things you would think to talk about, but things that could be a source of tension, um, in your home after you get married. The very last thing we want to address is electronics. And it is a big deal because nowadays most of us have cell phones, most of us have social media, most of us have a bazillion reasons to be on our phone, if not for TikTok alone. So <laughs> that being said, talk about, and I'm sure this is probably in the newer books and you'll probably talk about it in premarital counseling in some form or fashion, but if it's not, this is something that should be talked about. What is your feeling about electronics? What is your feeling about your cell phone? What is your feeling about iPad, computer, TV, TV time. time, listening to music time, like whatever it is for you, whatever electronics you have, how do you feel about that? And do you feel like there should be a designated time for that. Like I know there are a lot of people, um, I shouldn't say a lot of people, I don't know how many people, but there are some people who designate a time for electronics. And not just like when we were growing up where your parents were like, okay, you can have an hour with the Nintendo or whatever. But like they say, okay, um, my phone goes to bed, quote unquote, at 8 p.m. Hmm. Like that's it for the night. And then however late I'm up after that, maybe you're up for another two hours, like you're phoneless after that. And that's just your time to read or if you wanted to do TV mm. or play a game or do whatever. And so they, they quote unquote put their phone to bed that has a bedtime every night. Um, a lot of people I know... I know it's not going to put up a fight. Yeah. <laughs> not like our son. <laughs> um, 
Uh, a lot of people keep their phone in a separate room when they sleep so that it's not the first thing they like grab when they wake up in the morning. Um, they just end up buying an old-fashioned alarm clock to wake them up and they keep their phone in another room, which actually health professionals would tell you is the most beneficial for you, not to have your electronics in your room. And it's not just for like the face to screen time, but also like your electronics send out like vibes, radio, radio yeah, waves. waves in your room and it does affect your, I think it's your frontal lobe. I'm not sure. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. So what are your rules or what are your thoughts about electronics? Do you not want to have any electronics in bed? They can be in the room, but you don't touch them while you both are laying in bed. Um, we choose not to have a TV in our bedroom. My, as one of my good friends would say, the bedroom is for sleep and sex. <laughs> right now it's also for work. Um, all the people, all the three people that are listening to this right now, we appreciate you three. <gasps> Chicky, what are you doing? Did you have a good nap? Yeah. Can you say hi, people? Happy, <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody how old you are now. Two. You're oh. a big boy, huh? You're such a big boy. Dinosaur cake? Yeah. A yes. dinosaur cake, Dino yeah. You had a dinosaur cake for your birthday? Hey, can you tell me, did you have sweet dreams? Yeah. You did? Did yeah. Lammy have sweet dreams? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <clears throat> love you, bud. Okay, but food is... Oh, I love you. Okay, so to wrap things up, um, with the electronics, yeah, just some of the discussion about, and also, like, how do you feel about cameras in your house? How do you feel mm. about, your like, your spouse taking pictures and video and posting it on social media yes, and that kind of thing? that's a big thing, yeah. Like, Tyler, we didn't realize this until, like, I don't know, a few years in, like, it matters to him, and so I do need to ask his permission if he's in one of the video clips. Which you haven't been doing lately. <laughs> yeah, so that might be a thing to discuss as well. How does the other person feel about anything like that? Well, I think that's that's pretty good. I think that was a pretty good episode. What do you think? I think that pretty much sums it up. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we would love to hear if you think we missed anything, maybe some things that you and your partner have um, either argued about or something that you kind of had to overcome as a couple that you didn't really expect. Um, and it doesn't have to be a trivial or lighthearted thing. It could be a sincere, deep, uh, rooted issue. We'd like to hear all of the above. So you can find us on... Maybe there's some things that we haven't <laughs> come up with. Yeah, maybe like, we haven't encountered. <laughs> we haven't encountered some of the things that maybe you have. We're going to come up with them soon. Yeah, so we would love to hear your feedback. You guys can find us on all social media platforms at With You Podcast. Um, we do have a YouTube channel, but it's not really searchable by um, our name yet. It's more searchable by videos. So the best place to find us is Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we'll see you guys there. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.